0: I woke up to a headline today that said Supreme Court Justice Breyer officially announced his retirement. And this was coming on strong from mainstream media over the last couple of days. I wondered if it was legit, and the source that I have consulted says that it is. I wonder what this could mean from a spiritual perspective. I'm not sure. All I can say is that this is a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. This man is in his 80s, otherwise pretty healthy. You don't retire from a lifetime appointment in government. Hey, you're listening to Big View Small Windows Podcast, Deeper Thoughts. I cover topics dealing with theology and spirituality and politics from a no-nonsense perspective. Most of the time, I'm just thinking out loud. If you're into blogs, check out BigViewSmallWindow.com and get my take on things in a thousand words or less. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and send your thoughts to Tiffany at BigViewSmallWindow.com. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer officially announced his retirement Thursday, a day after the news leaked and was widely reported. Breyer, 83, told President Joe Biden that he has decided to retire and that he wants the decision to take effect when the court takes its summer recess, which typically happens in late June or early July. Breyer said he assumes his successor will be nominated by Biden and confirmed by the Senate. I enormously appreciate the privilege of serving as part of the federal judicial system, nearly 14 years as a court of appeals judge and nearly 8, 28 years as a member of the Supreme Court, the Clinton nominee wrote in a two paragraph document. I have found the work challenging and meaningful. My relations with each of my colleagues has been warm and friendly. Throughout, I have been aware of a great honor of participating as a judge in the effort to maintain our constitution and the rule of law, end quote. A good source of information as an alternative to the mainstream that I have found is the Epoch Times. That's E-P-O-C-H. So if you want to go to theepochtimes.com, And register with your email address if you give them a little bit of money, $5, $8, whatever a month. They give you lots of good resources. Their reporting is pretty legit. It's middle of the road. It's not left. It's not right. But it is conservative. And so I like to turn to them uh, before I go digging into all of my other resources, all of my canceled people that you can't just find readily. Anyway, my thoughts about this Supreme Court justice quitting First of all, since he's not leaving until recess, my hope is that he will be around to help them overturn Roe v. Wade. I'm just believing for that. Uh, I, it's probably a fool's hope to expect a 9-0 decision on overturning Roe v. Wade. But the fact of the matter is, is that it's not a constitutionally based decision. That is a propaganda based decision. And my prayer is that it won't stand. And no matter how much pressure is coming from the left, Uh, to keep this stupid ruling in place, which has resulted in the killing of 62 plus million unborn fetuses. So, with that decision, I'm hoping that Breyer will at least stick around. There's not going to be enough pressure to push him out prior to that recess, because I heard that Roe v. Wade decision, which is basically being headed up by a case out of Jackson, Mississippi, is going to be decided by the end of June. Now, here's what I will say. I think that this retirement is a product of the radical left. What we've seen in the recent weeks and months is that anyone on the left who identifies as Democrat but disagrees with the agenda of the party is being pushed out. There's even been some distance between uh, Biden and the mainstream media and some of the candidates because I think that there are people who have their eye on the presidency. and propping him up as the president of the United States is turning out not to work in their favor. So there's that. But in particular, Breyer, from what I've read so far about him, he is a moderate. He is not far enough left like that Sodermeyer lady. Uh, Every time that she's in the headlines, I just like my eyeballs want to pop out because I just I can't believe that the woman doesn't do any personalized Like searches or research or have anybody on her staff or anybody on her team who can get her good information. So it's possible that the Supreme Court justices rely on stupid CNN, CBS, MSNBC to get their information because every time Sotomayor speaks, I feel like she's parroting something that was just said on an NBC station or something. With Breyer... He is older. I don't know what kind of pressure that he was receiving. You'll never know everything just by reading the media. I mean, I suppose if you wanted to take a trip to D.C., you could go knock on some doors and ask some questions and be a journalist yourself. But we basically just have to weigh the information that comes to us with some discernment. And... After seeing the way that Joe Manchin has been treated, he's a senator from, I believe, West Virginia, and then of course Kirsten Sinema, who is a senator for my state, Arizona, seeing how they've been censured and just drugged through the media, and they're being ostracized, and and essentially I think they're being accused of being Republicans at this point. Seeing how the left treats their own, I am not surprised if Breyer was pushed out. As I said in my opener, this is a lifetime appointment, to the Supreme Court. You're not elected. Um, the, The people don't even have a say. You are literally nominated by whoever is heading up the executive branch. Now, if you have an understanding that this process of electing these judges goes a different way, then please let me know. But otherwise, this is my understanding. Even though there is a separation of powers, the executive branch is the one that's electing who goes to the judicial branch. And the article said that Breyer was nominated by uh, Clinton. So, obviously, because we have a stupid partisan system in America, which is absolutely ridiculous, and it is not from the founding, but came along somewhere else, uh, only Democrat presidents report Democrat judges, and then only Republican presidents will nominate Republican judges. So, that's the first mistake. This whole Partisan hack job that's going on in our government is absolutely ridiculous. As we have seen, especially through the revealing uh, through this pandemic, and then some other things going on in the world, we now know that neither side of the government is is doing any favors to anybody. That's why there is a call for us to unite as we the people, because it's kind of us against them. Uh, you can be you know more liberal in your views. I'm going to be conservative in my views. But the fact of the matter is, is we want. Those amendments to protect our rights. We don't have to agree on everything, but we should be free in everything. So, appointing judges that are going to uh, give into or capitulate or sway with an agenda is just corruption on a whole nother level. Well, then, when those justices get in office and they don't perform as expected, especially when the stakes are high, well, then the left is going to put the pressure on. Having this moderate Supreme Court Justice who's been in there for almost three decades. Well, right now the stakes are too high to leave him in position, right? Like I said a moment ago, Roe v. Wade is about to be overturned. All of the polls are showing that Biden is way down and people are not interested in how he's handling the economy and the shipping crisis and things that are going on with our national security inflation like people are feeling it and so his numbers are down they can't even put forth Harris in his place because her polls are even lower than his and so right now for the left they see that their radical agenda is not approaching any victory for them The American people are waking up. I dare say even people on the left are waking up. They are realizing that they do not want to live in a socialist country where the government is controlling all means of production and earning uh, money and then also controlling all of the energy redoing all of the infrastructure so that they can flip switches on us when it comes to our power and our heat now you look at socialist and communist countries like russia and china they do that to their people they control the means of production they control the means of energy they control usage on the internet and we know that that's what this is all leading to so anyway with the stakes being high and we're in an election year I don't doubt that there is some ulterior motive behind why this man is quitting. Not that he had the motive himself. He's only in his early 80s. He probably could have served on that court for at least another 10-15 years he seems to be somebody who's in his right mind and can speak and think for himself and so i don't discount anybody in their 80 80s doing anything that can change this country or change the world and do you know why if you read in the book of joshua by the time joshua and caleb they were the original members of israel who came out of egypt that went into the promised land do you know how old joshua was by the time he led some troops in to go fight in a war do you know how old caleb was when he said now that the war is over give me." Be my mountain i'm gonna have my fill of the lord before i leave this earth they were in their 80s hello so this is a generation that we need to be able to depend on to come through and to be you know who god called them to be and if you don't know god okay well you're on the supreme court mr Breyer. you're supposed to be abiding by the constitution i think that that's really clear I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not in their position. I don't know what it's like to get a death threat. The most I've gotten is backlash for speaking out against CRT and BLM, right? But because I am a certain persuasion, I'm sure that the backlash wasn't as bad as it could have been. But listen. Here's the deal. If you're in a position and you have a platform, it doesn't matter how big or how small it is. Your platform could be your dinner table. Please be speaking the truth to your kids and your spouse and your family members and your relatives. Your platform could be volunteering for some neighborhood project. Please be speaking the truth to your neighbors and to people in your community. And then when you get all the way to a platform like the Supreme Court, it's a pretty honorable position to be in. And you've served as a lawyer or a judge, and and you have this past career that got you to that place. Well, why all of a sudden, when you're on the world stage, do you think that you don't need to act with integrity? That all of a sudden, the decision becomes about money. The decision becomes about reputation. The decision becomes about all these ancillary things that in the end don't matter. You're leaving a poor legacy for any judge to follow behind you. You're setting horrible precedents that have nothing to do with the Constitution. And him quitting this position, I'm telling you, it is nothing more than a product of the left. We know their MO at this point. We know that this is a bad, bad episode of Pinky in the Brain. They're trying to take over the world. And anybody that is caving to the pressure, sorry to say it, but it is cowardice. It is cowardice. I think... When you know that the stakes are going to get high, when you know you're in an election year, when you know you're deciding things that are politically charged and emotionally charged, that's just your time to set your budget to beef up your personal security, get you a couple of more junkyard dogs, get you some men who can follow you around with guns on their hip. I mean, arm yourself, but do what you have to do to protect your legacy. Do what you have to do to ensure that you are always giving a response that is full of integrity, unless you've been bought off, unless um, you've committed some personal crimes and some private crimes, and now people can blackmail you and they have something over your head. So that's the problem we're dealing with with a lot of people who are in our government is that they all have these stupid secret lives that they don't want us to know about. At the end of the day, you know what? You're just human. None of us expect you to. Uh, be perfect. But if you could do what's right by the majority and by the most of people, that's what we're asking for. I don't want these people in government to be like super corrupt, living all these crazy lives and molesting children and making all of this money off of insider trading and slave labor and all this. Yeah, man, I want all of that stuff to be torn down. That's not good for anybody. And that's not the, the makeup of a leader. We don't want people that have shady dealings like that going on. But, you know, when a nation steps out from underneath God's covering and they're slaughtering children and they're molesting children and there's violence everywhere and you have people in the judicial branch in different circuits who won't prosecute crimes, they're calling the innocent guilty and the guilty innocent. When you start getting over into corruption, well, then corrupt leaders is what's that's going to what that's going to produce. You know, you don't get something good from evil. You never will. You never will. So uh i hope that this man uh, has his self figured out what he's gonna do in his retirement Uh, Hopefully he's not going to sit around for the next 15, 20 years, however long God keeps him on earth, thinking about the decisions that he could have, should have and would have made that would have rendered him, you know, a real legitimate justice. I hope this is not cowardice that's coming out here, but I'm inclined to say that it is because with a lifetime appointment, you don't you don't retire. You have to die in order to leave that position this man was supposed to be married to the law right till death do us part kind of deal but that's fine if we can get rid of moderates get rid of the wishy-washy ones um, who don't know what the constitution says at the end of the day because they are blinded by their own bank accounts or threatening emails they're receiving whatever the case I'm sorry if I don't have any sympathy right I'm not in the public sphere but I would like to think that my integrity would go nowhere I would like to think that my my standing before Christ one day is what I would have in the forefront of my mind. And since I don't care what people think about me now so much, I would hope I would care even less if I'm just looking into a camera, right? Anyway, I I, I, I guess I should wish this man well. I have no idea what to think. We'll have to keep watching the headlines and and, and figure out what's going to happen after this. I am not concerned with Biden appointing an extremely left Progressive justice that's their mo we know what their move is going to be but one thing i know about god and this is what it says in the proverbs is that he holds the heart of kings you can fill in kings with with any sort of world leader or anyone on the world stage no matter who we appoint and and whether we do it through sinfulness and we appoint foolish people or we're doing it uh under you know, the direction of God and we appoint righteous people. Either way, God holds the heart of kings in his hand. He can turn it in any direction that he wants to go. So I think it would just be great and and would feed to the backlash if the most radical leftist judge got on that court and then sided with the Constitution and said, "Mm, so we're not going to do this based on party lines. We're not going to do this based on becoming a socialist communist country. I've read the Constitution. Here's what I think, and I'm going to render my verdict. Lord, help us. It doesn't matter at this point what party anybody belongs to. Don't count on that. We can't count on either side of the government. They're both corrupt and ridiculous. The only person we can count on is Jesus Christ. And so whatever judge comes in, I pray that God's will will be done, and I'm just going to be looking forward to that. Let me know your thoughts. If you have any good sources, send them to Tiffany at BigViewSmallWindow.com. Till next time.